I'm Matt Bergman, and you are listening to the Punk Rock Libertarians Podcast, episode 243. I'm here tonight with Jared Schneiderman. What up? Philip Dazzing. What's going on? And Kyle Wagner. Hey, guys. Hey. So, uh, number one on uh, tonight's uh, podcast topics agenda is Hong Kong. Hong Kong. So, what is the news and what is the news in Hong Kong, Kyle? Um, I mean, I just saw a news story that had like uh, fires burning. So, I guess the protests are escalating. Did you see the video of the armored truck that was on fire? No, I didn't. uh, That might have been what I was referring to. Somebody just posted a link of uh, something on fire. Yeah, that was John Vibes posted a link of uh, a an armored truck that pulled up to. I guess it was one of the universities. Um, and they just started hurling. I mean, I, it's hard to tell from the video, but something that's on fire. They, Could uh, be Molotov bow, cocktails. I think they're shooting bows and arrows. Really? Yeah. <laughs> bows and arrows. Yeah, they're using like bows flaming and bows and arrows. Yeah, Damn, that's what they're dude. using. That's badass. So, what what do the protesters want? Um, what's their what would make them happy? Is it think, democratic uh, elections? Chick Fil A on Sundays. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, well, I I think it. Well, there's. You know, everyone's the people that are detractors are making it all about this extradition thing. Mm-hmm. It's got to be bigger than which that. which is it's way bigger than that. It's more about it's really just independence from China as far as like being to elect. I think it's like elect their entire cabinet because right now it's like seventy something percent of the cabinet uh, is like Chinese. Or is appointed by the Communist Party. Exactly. Or? Yeah. 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 Not not just like ethnically Chinese, but like appointed by like part of the Chinese government essentially. Okay. Um so are they actually calling for an independent state or an independent country or do they want to remain like I I don't see how you can have it both ways. Like how can you have democratic elections and have basically total autonomy from China but still call yourself part of China? You know what I mean? Like to me it, I mean, you're I either independent mo- or you're not. I think the ultimate end game is becoming their own independent state. Okay. Is that um, but I, in their list of demands, I think it's just more, you know, it's sort of like what America was doing in 1776, where, well, before 1776, when it was, you know, representation, mm-hmm. um, you know, equal or, rep, you know, no taxation without representation. Um, it's along those lines is, is what it sounds like they're asking for. They're not making any, it's not like, you know, the yellow coats or whatever, the yellow jackets, yeah. whatever the fuck they are called. When they're like, well, we want like minimum wage to be twenty. Like, it's no, there's no. I haven't found anything that sounds remotely socialist to me. Okay. Aside from like democracy, but you know, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I would argue, you know, I would argue that democracy is a, a good thing. That that's part of the, you know, it's part of the classical liberal philosophy is is, dem- is democracy, the will of the people or the will of the majority. I know that um, Hoppy, the tyranny of the majority. Yeah, I know that Hoppe and others like have talked about how it's so horrible, but um, you know, Mises was an advocate for democracy, and he said like it's that's the alternative to having uh, revolutions, violent revolutions. That this is a a way you can peacefully transition an unpopular government out the door. It's like the people are you no longer have the support of the people. Yeah, well, I mean, I think that's where I think. Excuse me. I mean, a republic seems. Uh, preferable to a democracy would you would you would you agree with that i i think they kind of go hand in hand i mean like we have not necessarily though because you can have a you know some people advocate for a direct democracy thinking that you know that will solve some of the uh the ills that plague 
politics, but would would that mean would that entail just voting on every issue, or I mean, I, that's just not feasible? It's not feasible, right. like you know, obviously to administer a city or a country, like we can't vote on every single little ticky tack thing. You right. know, you end up electing. Um, the leaders, you, the lawmakers, and like the executive, and then they sort of yeah. Run I mean, it. I haven't to be honest, I haven't dug into exact the people that seriously advocate for that position, what their exact model looks like. Mm-hmm. But I, I think it involves voting on at least more serious things like going to war or legalizing weed or things like that. You know, if it's something like city ordinance number five, you know, should the bus stop at this zone? Like, obvious, you know. Or that what, sort of what if thing. it's like the city ordinance of like, is it cool to shit on the street? Dude, hell yeah, dude. Rock like, on. <laughs> so, okay, so this is like, um, so we, we talked about Hong Kong and we talked about like what's going on in Hong Kong. Yeah. Um, now, I think I saw something the other day where it's like, uh, I think it was like the state's attorney in uh, San Francisco said they're not going to be prosecuting people for public urination. Right. Which, you know, I think is a good thing. But I've seen a lot of uh, quote unquote libertarians or maybe conservatarians get get triggered about that, you know, because I mean, I don't think, well, you, I guess I don't think you should arrest somebody for taking a piss. But at the same time, it's like, I don't know, I feel like you could have a little bit of class about it, like, you know, go behind a building or something. Well, I mean, look, it's, you know, I mean, you it's looking at the symptom of an issue. You should be walking down the street, you know, flashing your lightsaber and just like, you know, squirting like, you yeah, know. Yeah, but you're talking about if you're pissing in the street, you're either... You're either just a drunk, like, just drunk, right? You're just coming back from the bar. You're fucking piss-ass drunk. Then you decide, I'm going to pee in the alley. But, like, the problem in this city is, is the homeless population, right? So this is deeper. This is a deeper issue than, like, pissing on the on the sidewalk. It's the fact that you have such a large homeless population that can't piss anywhere else. You know, solve that problem. Like, stop focusing on the fucking symptoms, which is, like, people pissing like whatever you know criminalize that or not it's not going to solve the problem you're not going to stop it a homeless person doesn't care about the law right a homeless person is just like surviving you know and if they if their bladder gets full it's going to come out and it's coming out somewhere (laughs) like yeah they're not going to you know and if mcdonald's isn't going to let them come in and piss in their restroom which that's mcdonald's right where the fuck else are they going to piss yeah and they're not you know if you're a homeless person Odds are you're probably, statistically speaking, you're probably mentally ill. So you're really not thinking in terms of like social graces. You're not well, thinking yeah. like, well, it'd be nice. You know, I get like I can't go in his bathroom, but maybe I tuck myself back well, in the alley in the corner where no one's going to care. No, they're just they're just going to pee out on the street. Pee is really the least of our issues here, isn't it? That's you know, what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well speaking <laughs> of speaking of like homeless people using the McDonald's uh, restroom, I, actually, I was. Uh, like earlier I saw on like the, the Tim, Tim pools podcast. Um, he was talking about apparently like, uh, it's been found out that, uh, you know, since Starbucks made their rule, like you don't have to buy anything to stay in the store and anybody can use the restroom. Apparently like they're they they've actually lost business since then. So it sounds like what's happening is people will just walk by a Starbucks, right? And then they'll see like so many people in the Starbucks and they'll be like, Oh, it's too busy. I'm not going in, you know? Um, and then, like a few of those people are just not even they're just like you know mooching off the the wi-fi dude so, so their idea was like oh if we just let people hang out eventually they'll just buy something was I, that like well, their, their no, idea or I just like they was, just want to be friendly i think this was another case of woke capitalism where like uh, you know the it, it just seemed like uh left-leaning people were just like really pissed for some reason like they feel like 
everybody has a right to Starbucks's Wi-Fi and restroom. <laughs> yeah. You know, well there and, was and, an and incident. And Starbucks, Starbucks seems to cater oh, to yeah, those people. Incident, yeah, there yeah. was the incident too. And Starbucks seems to cater to those people. You know, I guess that's their whole point. Well, they, they I think their whole point all is to make money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, <laughs> right. just make it they, a joke. they want customers, right? You know, so they want to be PC and they want to keep people happy. Well, that's but the thing. They miss. I feel like all these companies just miss. Like they miscalculate how many of these people really exist. These like woke people. Yeah. Like the average consumer does not care about some fucking story about a black guy that was like loitering, getting like thrown out. You know, but they see they see on social media like this story's everywhere we got to react we got to react instead of being like i don't know maybe we just look at the policy see if the policy is fair see if it was applied correctly and if so then we just keep the policy and whatever happens happens the shit will die off like the news cycle you know moves very quickly um you know it's like you don't need to be so reactionary all the time and now look it's hurting their bottom line did uh, South yeah. South Park did an episode about homelessness? I think it was years ago. The city got overran with homelessness. Yeah, and I think in well, the end of it the was episode, like a Walking Dead thing, wasn't yeah. it? <laughs> the apartment was like jumping him on a skateboard or something like that. I don't <laughs> know. There were hippies that he was. No, no, there no was that was when he like one. drilled into the center of like the yeah. Coachella thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was the hippie one. But there was a there was a homeless <laughs> one where like Randy was like asking for change. You remember that? He was like, I think it was the same episode. But anyway, the, the uh. ultimate solution was. Uh, they found out this other town had sent the homeless from there to South Park. Mm. So the solution that the kids had was like to get them to go to somewhere else, and they sent them to San Francisco. So it was like <laughs> kind of very uh, like well, that's prescient. I mean that is what happens. So, yeah. so they're you know in their you know, defense they do deal with literal busing of of homeless people. Yeah, their, but they they encourage that. They get you get a stipend of like seventy dollars a month just by living in. San Francisco, you just show up. Do you really? Like, yeah. I never heard of that. Yeah. The, my cousin was a huge homeless acti- uh, activist. He was on the city council. He was even mayor for a while in uh, San Francisco. Yeah. And he started that? Yeah. Well, he didn't start that, but he went there specifically for that as a homeless rights person. And he was he's big uh, progressive. And he ran under those, those type of things like homeless people need adequate housing and, you know, Mm-hmm. It's just like we should put a cap on how much we should charge for rent and blah blah blah. And th- that's it's just a problem they welcome. Like they open, they were like, "No, we'll take you guys in." And and then now they're overrun yeah. <laughs> with homeless people in these shanty towns. And while like there's now a huge divide between the mega rich and the homeless there, and it's, it's it's like you brought this on to yourself. Yeah, that's why you notice like you can't like. Um, Stossel just did a uh, thing about it too. I think was it on Reason? Like I think so. Yeah, on, on social media, right? Mm-hmm. I got to check that out. Yeah, it's, um, it's fucking ridiculous. Well, I was arguing with uh, Lee about it uh, actually just earlier today. Um, he was saying like we should give homeless people a house. You know, give them a free house. Wait, and- Lee Tark was saying this? No. Ali. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. I was like, what? And I'm like, and I'm like, they would just sell the house because a, a they don't have an income to up keep up the house and pay the cost of having a house, and you still need an income for food. So, like, in my opinion, they would take the asset and say and exchange it for yeah, money. This whole idea of like housing is a right. Like, do you understand like how much money goes into a house? You know, like I just had to drop like six hundred dollars on like a fucking sump pump the other day. Dude, like, who's gonna pay for that if you're not? If you're just giving people's ha- 
giving right. people houses. Like, Jared, who the fuck is going to pay for that? Dude, did you just fart again, dude? Yeah, dude. I'm ripping no, major ass. <laughs> crazy, dude. Crazy. I have a barrier. Sorry, dude. Uh, I burp. Matt's, uh, my burp sometimes. It could, be fart, a, so. it could be a burp fart. Matt, Matt's like the barrier. Wait, wait, it's wait, deadliest. Jared, why do Phil's burps smell like your semen? Dude, why do you know what his semen smells what? like? Yeah. <laughs> as soon as, as, soon as I said that, I knew I was setting somebody up. I was like, okay, let's see if they get this. I get it. We passed it. We passed the test. Yeah. Um, so aside from Hong Kong, there's a bunch of other stuff going on. It's like, I feel like there's a lot of unrest all around the world right now. You got uh, Bolivia, Chile, um, Venezuela, Iraq. Uh, it's just... It's a crazy time right now. Okay, Kyle. Yeah. Okay, check this, dude. I, check I'm, just, I'm just curious, like, how you th- what do you think about this, dude? So, say Kyle owned, you know, Wagner's Waffle House, right? <laughs> okay. And Wagner's Blue Waffle and House. And then, like, you know, you had, you had, like, a Wi-Fi set up in there, too, because you want to make your customers happy, and you want to, like, entice people to go in there, because, you know, most of the businesses have Wi-Fi and shit, mm-hmm. right? Now, say people were going into, like, Wagner's Waffle House, and you know they're plugging in their laptop. Well, they're they're the plugging in their the cell phone. Yeah, and then they're asking you for like extra outlets so they can like like plug their vibrator in the charge or, yeah. or, or what other shit that they have, you know. And uh, and then you ask them like, you know, well, can I get you some waffles? And they're like, No, I'm I'm good. Yeah, you no. know, like like would you let them stay in there? Like no, no. But I, you know, um, I I think it's like you know bathrooms are for customers only kind of policy like. Uh, it's not I don't want the store overrun with freeloaders. I mean, Starbucks, that was their choice to base their business around. We invite people to stay here and sit here all day and hang out and use our Wi-Fi and hopefully they buy a thing or two while they're in here. But, you know, that wouldn't be my business model. I would be like the facilities are for customers. You know, I might offer free Wi-Fi just to make it a place where people are more likely to come, you know, but it would be for customers. You can't you can't sit in my restaurant all day taking up a seat that could be for a customer when you're just sitting there not not buying anything. Okay, so w- what if what if Kyle owned a music store, right? Okay. And if somebody if somebody came into your music store, right, and then like put out like one of those like speakers that like connects to their phone and then started like playing this song, right? Mm-hmm. And then put it on repeat over and over again, and then they plugged into like uh, they plugged a bass guitar into one of your bass guitar amps and they just played the the baseline to that song like over and over again for like two hours like really loud like what would you do about that sounds like a personal experience um, <laughs> yeah this sounds a little uh yeah i mean i think it's up to the uh manager or somebody with some authority yeah. to, <laughs> to ask them to you know that's enough no yeah yeah it, it's uh i don't know yeah it just seems like uh it seems kind of like ridiculous i don't know it is ridiculous but it's totally rude it's totally inconsiderate i mean when you i've been in guitar stores before and yeah, people are they're testing out the instruments but it's not a it's not for a two-hour jam session you know what i mean like oh, you can yeah, play I mean, for five let minutes let me ask you this though let me ask you this and be honest when you're when you're on like a road trip and you stop at a rest stop and there or not even a rest stop but you stop at like a mcdonald's on the side of the road and you to take a shit right or to take a piss do you always buy something when you go in or do you just go in and then take a shit and then dip so, you know i have in the past gone in used the facilities and then, and left. then left yeah yeah and yeah. i do feel I'm bad i'm sure about i'll that. do it again but you, you know what else i'm <laughs> but sure but you're also of? not hanging out there for two hours <laughs> okay you know what else i'm sure of I'm, I'm sure that i will also buy like way more big macs than shits that i will ever have at mcdonald's true yeah that's you know? a good point so I don't know. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's totally like there are totally like a couple different sides to this argument, you know, because I think like, more of it is, though. So, well, sorry, I keep. Well, you know, if, if somebody doesn't have a, have a house, you know, where yeah. are they going to shower? Right. You know, 
And yeah, I mean, it's like, I don't know, man, if you, if you were homeless or if I was homeless, you know, maybe we'd be trying to do that at McDonald's too, you know? Right. Where are the homeless going to number And that's three? my, my point is like, the, the problem is like, you have a homeless problem. It's not like people, like regular people are just pissing on the street. Yeah. So like, well, what are we going to do about this? It's well, like, no, you have a fucking crazy homeless population. Well, you know, like, like I, I, I know I, I deal read, with that. I read sometime in the past couple of years. I think there's like 10 vacant houses for every one homeless person. Or maybe it's maybe I'm getting the number yeah, like exactly what wrong. came up with that. Stat. But, <laughs> but no, even if that's no, true, no, even no, if I mean, that's true, it goes back to what we're saying about upkeep for a house is expensive. Like, yeah, but I mean, it's still frustrating to know that there are multiple houses for every homeless people like there that are vacant. It, it's well, it's yeah, still a little I, frustrating to think about, right? I, I sure. seriously doubt that that's correct. That's or if it is, like, it's not it's not where they want to be, right? Maybe there's a vacant house in the middle of nowhere, With no roof. But you, <laughs> but you can't just take a person that's living in the city and drop them into the middle of like the uh, well, the rural area and well, say, well, we go- gave them a house. It's right. not going to work. It's where is the house? And, and another thing you're going to run into is the commies are also going to come up with, like, well, people have their house on sale for like a year and it's vacant, you know, so that should be taken and seized yeah. and someone should homestead that or whatever. Like you'll hear that from like leftists well, that, and that's shit. the other thing. It's someone's asset, right? It's somebody's property that they're intending to sell, presumably. Like mm-hmm. you're not usually just sitting on it. You ha- you have to pay property taxes. Well, say, so. let's be, yeah, exactly. Let's be real. Some of these houses are confiscated because they couldn't pay their tax bill. And so yeah. now the government owns them and just lets them fall to shit. Well, that's that's a good point. You have right. a lot of state well, yeah, and city-owned you know, houses. Yeah, actually, just earlier today, I saw this, like, somebody made a map, right, of, uh, I believe it was uh, Detroit. And it was like uh, all the red spots were places where, you know, the state had seized people's land for not paying their taxes. <laughs> it was like nothing but red. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. It was totally, it was like this sea of red, dude. Yeah, so, those, you know, like there's that too. Right, exactly. Well, there's also that and there's zoning laws that prevent mm-hmm. people from like building and... Well, same thing. That's what we're going back to San Francisco. That was in the piece by... Uh, um, yeah, the zoning laws are really bad. bad they were like, there. yeah, notice how none of these buildings are big. Or, you know, they're no more than like three stories high because they have restrictions saying that they can't. So you can't put in like six, seven story high rises to house more people. Right. So it just drives up the price of the housing that's already there. Mm-hmm. It's already a very expensive area because of all the tech companies around there. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's such a weird dichotomy where you get all these like really wealthy tech employees uh, mixed in with a bunch of homeless. It's like it's <laughs> strange. I mean, it's California for you, right? Like, it's like it's just, the super rich and the super poor. Yeah. They all and they all want to live together, like in the same right. area. In San Francisco, said sure. Yeah, but I think uh, you know I would get rid of minimum wage for starters because some of these people like they're not going to be able to get a fifteen dollar or even ten dollar an hour job. They might be able to get a seven dollar an hour job, but right now that's below minimum wage. So you know that little bit of income would be useful to them. And then uh, I'd get rid of the war on drugs too because a lot of them are addicted to uh, street heroin and marijuana. Yeah, and they're yeah obviously heavily addicted to marijuana. <laughs> so, no, I think it's heroin for the Jones most part. That's the problem, you know, and and that's going to keep you homeless when all of the money that you're ma- managed to scrounge together goes uh, goes into heroin. But uh, anyway, ready for the next topic? I'll, I'll pack it up again, dude. Hold on. Oh, sweet, bro. We're getting distracted here. Sorry, I just yeah, someone's to... fulfilling their their marijuana addiction over here. Yeah, you got me jonesing, bro. <laughs> Me who smokes like once a month. <laughs> um, yeah, so Maj, uh, there's some drama with Maj. Yeah, we talked about it a little bit uh, last week, but it kind of came to a fever pitch. It came to a pitch, and um, 
let's see, somebody, was it Hayes? Hayes. Daniel Hayes. He's the guy who runs the uh, the uh, National Convention. Yeah. He said, uh, I have his post here. He said, earlier today, I made a unilateral decision to rescind the invitation to Maj Touré as the keynote speaker of the 2020 Libertarian National Convention. I called and called him and informed him of this. I did so without a formal vote of the Convention Oversight Committee, which I chair. Any issues arising from this action lie solely with me. I can claim writing on the wall relative to others, but the reality is I did this. If the members of the COC or the LNC care to ask for my resignation because of my actions, I will promptly deliver it. Uh, I think no good comes of this, and I wish Maj all the best in all that he does. So um, Maj responded by uh, leaving the LP, quitting the LP. So it's been uh, a lot of drama. Julie Borowski made a good post about how there's a... (laughs) People think women are dramatic, but like they, they just haven't met the men in the LP because of all the drama in the LP. So uh, I thought, you know, interesting development. Yeah, to me, this is a I don't know. I think Hayes is trying to make himself look like a martyr where um, he, he jumped on the sword because he didn't want the, the committee to have to vote on it. He wanted just Maj gone and he knew it was going to be a blemish on the LP. I think that's what his his he's trying to convince people of. But he pulled the same shit. Remember, we talked about this a while ago, Ron Paul, about the drama that went on between. I, I forget. I did. The, the details are so fuzzy. But last convention where they had uh, Ron Paul was supposed to speak, but then they he canceled on him or something like that. Yeah, I do remember where um, the Mises Caucus had their own separate event. Yeah, they down had the street. Yeah. It was like, um, yeah, there was they wanted to host some sort of party thing and they, they wouldn't fit it in with the convention schedule. And I forget all the drama. Michael Heiss could tell you exactly what it was. But yeah. I actually did go to their event, um, which was uh, sponsored by a bunch of uh, Bitcoin um, companies. And, mm-hmm. you know, I had a good time. It was it was interesting. It was a lot of uh, like Mises speakers right. as opposed to LP speakers. But it was weird because it was like you're right down the street. You're all LP, but you ha- you got to have your own separate event. You know, well, like you're. I'm- it was because they wouldn't let Ron Paul, Ron Paul speak. Okay. So they had Ron Paul speak at their thing. And it was, it's. I it, don't even remember him being there. Was he, he on wasn't, video? No, he was Ron on Paul video? He sent a video. Sent message a video to, message. Yeah. yeah. So it's just, this guy, I don't know, he sounds really fucking shady as shit. And to me, this is all, this all stems from a video where Maj and Hotep Jesus were, um, What's that? Uh, there's some there's some media guy who's like really like racist black guy, and he like he apparently it's something. I uh, see. I don't know. There's there's uh, there's some details I don't have that I'm, I'm looking to get a hold of. But for well, the most cool part, big of, assertions, dude. Hotep Jesus. Well, the video bro. it shows Hotep Jesus and Maj Ture and a bunch and like a few of their friends. They're talking the video, and he and Maj is like, "If I see you again, I'm I'm a, I'm a punch you in your face or something like that." Oh. And then Hotep Jesus goes and he was like, "Yeah, we're the new white supremacist motherfucker," and they're all going like this with their the OK symbols, just trolling this guy because this guy was just apparently yeah. from what one account was something I heard was he like doxed one of uh, like his kid like his kids or something like that or one of his I, own kids yeah yeah like maj's kids i think or something like that i don't know the details are so fuzzy all like, right thanks for the update phil <laughs> yeah and I, I i think i think what the main so they saw that and they were afraid of it and then like they dug up some tweets from maj from like 2012 where he was saying like like faggy or something like that it just well okay <laughs> i i still think that uh daniel hayes should have 
uh, had a vote with the committee rather right. than making a unilateral decision. But right. um, yeah, I don't uh, see. I maybe I don't speak politics, but I just don't understand why that that is a good idea. Like to just do something. Yeah, just like well, I knew own? this was going to happen, and I'm just going to fall on the sword, even though he knows like everyone else is going to support it. It's like so it doesn't make sense. <laughs> I mean, you have a committee to, to plan these things, and yeah. it's like the national convention. And I think he just should have gone through that. I don't think he yeah should have rescinded Maj's invitation on his own. You know, it's insulting to Maj to be like, "I'm going to invite you and then dis disinvite you." Right? They made him the key- They know who he was, and they made yeah. him the keynote speaker. Yeah. So you you did that. You did that decision. You know exactly who he was. Yeah. I mean, to if me, you, if, if you had a problem with him, you should have done your due diligence ahead of time, right? You should have. You should have. Done your fucking tweet digging and your fucking right. YouTube scanning, and you should have figured out. Here's another thing that we didn't talk about, but uh, Lincoln Chaffee uh, paid his lifetime uh, membership to the um, to the LP. So looks like he's running for president. Who's and who's that guy? He was the former. He ran a, he ran against O'Malley and um, and Hillary Clinton last uh, last election cycle. Like he ran. I don't remember that guy at all. Yeah, exactly. But he's a big enough name. Where they're like he already has all the pragmatists. He's, he's, the, he's the Nick Shark Week he, pick of the week. <laughs> yeah, he's like Star Wars. He's like a Star Wars type of like Bill Weldian, but of a Democrat. Oh, and, weird. Yeah, and everyone keeps touting. Well, he voted against the war. Sorry, like that doesn't make you. That doesn't mean you should be the run for president in the LP. You know. So is this going to be like the new this? Well, I don't know that Star Wars. Wait, ever, how did he vote against the war? Where was he a congressman uh, from? forget i think when i say like illinois or something I like the know. the iraq war or did he yeah, the iraq war yeah. okay an illinois democrat I don't, I, he was a democrat then he was a republican or no he was a republican then he became a democrat now he now he's become a libertarian okay mm. so he's probably a johnny come lately looking to challenge trump yeah. through some backdoor yeah. way and he's going what third party can get me on the ballot against trump yeah that's so. that's what i'm hearing and so like this whole thing with maj and i think I think this is now it kind of like I had a conspiracy theory. This is why Nick Sarwark showed up at the Mises event last week was because he knew they were rescinding Maj and he had to do something to save face and kind of distract from it by having by personally going to his, you know, to Mises event where he's like the, you know, in a room full of people who hate him and and personally invite Ron Paul and like kind of swallow all that. Bullshit. I, I don't know what his agenda was there. I thought that was a very strange move because, you know, because the timeline adds up to them rescinding it with. Mars. Yeah, I was wondering if maybe he just like listened to his debate with Dave Smith a whole bunch of times and was like, oh, my gosh, he's right. <laughs> it's like, I, don't know, I, I sound wondering. like a yeah. piece of shit. I, yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, doubt that. Yeah. yeah, I doubt it. So I, I think there was he might have known something and might have known that the LP might take a hit with pushing Maj away like that. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I don't I never, know exactly the extent of that, but I know now like it was this guy, Andy Craig, uh, he was behind a lot of this. He's the one who I think he's the one who personally dug up the tweets of Maj. He's him and Adam Bates have gone so hard against Maj Trey. And, and it's funny because they they. This is also brings up a point. Michael Heiss brought this up too. He's like, these people preach, you know, diversity. We need diversity and inclusion. But Maj is who I work with a lot of people who do work in the middle of Baltimore or who live in Baltimore. I work with a lot of people. And Maj comes off the same way. It's just that's the way he talks. And that's the and it reminds me a lot of the people I work with. And like this is just who they these people are. And that's who Maj is. He's genuine. Like we've I've said it a thousand times. Like I was very skeptical of him at first. And then more yeah, and more, yeah, I, I heard, remember you saying that. I yeah. liked him, and we had him on the podcast here. 
he was who he was without the cameras rolling, without recording. And, you know, we weren't a constituent, uh, you know, we weren't voting for him. We were not in his district to vote for, yet he was still, like, being him. And it felt like it was genuine. And so that way, to me, like, he's genuine. So he represents, he does, whether you think so or not, he's more representative of these people in these inner cities that you tout and think that we should include and protect and well the reality is these people that are in the inner cities are as diverse as the people that are outside of the inner cities right right they're going to have different you know they're not all like they're not sjw's right i mean they're gonna maybe have some racist views they might have some you know slightly you know non-pc views about things um you know should we not target Anybody that has any that doesn't pass the 100% purity test of of tolerance, you know, right. like and I feel like there is some type of like, well, we want we want black people in the party, but we don't want those type of black people in the party. And I feel that's, like that's the mentality of these guys. And, what do you mean? Those type of black people. But Phil? I mean, isn't it easier to, to get to somebody Craig. into your isn't it easier to get somebody into your into your group and then be like, hey, you know. I heard you don't really think gay people should be getting married, but you know, here's some uh, here's some other ideas. Right. And you know, isn't it easier to reach people that are already like in your group with you that have already invested in that than to like just go and be like, either a cast them aside and then they're never going to change, or b like just broadcast this message just out to everybody and no one's you know no one's going to be receptive because they're not they're not even hooking on to you for any for any reason at all you know i get that because i think there's there's a lot of i mean if you read the tweets and you just hear the way he talked in this video like this is how like my coworkers talk like this is how people that i know who are from the city this is how they talk right. this is how they interact they say some pretty fucked up things some racist sexist quote unquote homophobic like they just that's just their normal like that's the way they talk. It's just that's normal for them. Yeah. And I think Maj represented a lot of that, which he was different in the fact that like he's for gun, you know, for gun rights and stuff like that. But he like he really could speak to a lot of people that were maybe not be as receptive to say my fat ash is going down there and be like, hey, guys, you should look into libertarianism. <laughs> Have you guys, you know, what do you guys think of, of liberty? You know, <laughs> you know, hey, guys, <laughs> exactly. Dave, Dave Chappelle, white guy voice. Hey, yeah. guys. Right, exactly, and I I really think that by them pushing away, it's like, well, we don't want your type of black people. We want the one the woke black people in this party, and I well, maybe they want a progressive. Came off to me, yeah, they want yeah. a progressive as what like they left-leaning want. A left leaning guy, a left leaning guy, he's yeah, not, and I it's just it blows me away. It's like they they made so many excuses for Bill Weld saying all these things when he was he he got the the nomination for vice president like forty five days after he joined the party. And he knew nothing. And like the one thing they tout, like Nick in the in the debate, he touted about how, well, uh, Bill Weld started getting more and more libertarian as he would talk, and he he grew and became libertarian during during his candidacy or when he was running. I don't know during about the campaign. That. That's what they were saying. And I think I'm like, why don't you extend the same thing to Maj? Maj right. might become more libertarian the more he's with the party and so are, are you saying that some people say that bill weld is a grower not a shower <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what i'm saying <laughs> so i think they don't they don't want to they just know his association he's getting too friendly with the mises caucus we don't like those mises people he's so he had you know well, he can't go yeah he can't, i always can't be here i thought that nick uh should have all along been more receptive to the mises caucus it's like you have all this youth and energy and these people who are excited about the lp and instead of kind of like building bridges you're uh creating antagonism so i 
you know, it w- it may have been a ploy, but if it wasn't a ploy, I was glad to see Nick, like, be more receptive. You know, it was kind of cool to see him shaking hands with Ron and standing in front of the Mises banner. And it's just, just like, it would have like been. Po- like, uh, Nick liked my post in the Maryland Libertarians group. Oh, did he? Yeah, and I was like, this isn't time to be, you know, for cynicism, like, you know, a, r- a wrong has been righted and we should, you know, applaud Nick for doing the right thing. Oh, and wow. I and, and he, he liked it. Yeah, he liked it. I was like, oh, I didn't even know you're in this group, bud. <laughs> I don't even know if I'm in that group. Is he just in every libertarian Maryland group? Libertarian? MD Libertarians? Dude, is he, is he in the MD? Is, no, is I don't think I am. Um, no, but you know, uh, Dave Smith is in our group. And really? Yeah, he just added me He added me as a friend, finally. Wow, dude. Ooh. I know. Well, Damn, I guess I I'll know. just add anybody, huh? <laughs> <laughs> but he went add Philip. He added Otto, but he didn't add Philip. He was like, he sat on my friend request for like a year yeah. on Philip Dassing, but I guess Otto, Otto's more Wait, of a did badass. he request you or you requested him? I requested him. Uh, like, yeah, he would reach out to me. Dude, that's like, what I thought you were saying. I was like, damn, dude. <laughs> Heard you on PRL, man. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm, I'm a regular listener. All right, all right. With Roger Stone. <laughs> Speaking of which. Yeah, Roger. Roger. Our boy Roger. Our boy Roger. He got, uh, he got convicted <laughs> of, uh, what did he get convicted of? Who actually? framed Roger Stone? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, he got convicted of lying to Congress, lying to Congress and right? intimidating the like witness. Six or yeah, seven li- different things, huh? Wasn't it like six or seven different things? Yeah, yeah. I think the main main bullet points were lying to Congress, and in, which isn't a real crime, and then intimidating a witness, which isn't probably like is a, a real crime. S- like, uh, I think it was Dan McAdams said something too, but kind of blew me away. He was like, "Isn't that freedom of speech? Like, don't you shouldn't that be under free, like lying What's to the government? <laughs> isn't that like freedom of speech? Uh, I mean." Well, because I mean, you the government argue. can't silence you for saying you could say whatever you want. You could say I'm the the sun god who owns the moon and in front of Congress, even though you're not. Could they put you in jail for that? Yeah, I mean, because like uh, I don't know. Well, I guess it, they would it, say it's, it's like is, fraud. Is lying, right? to, is lying to Congress different than lying to like a judge? Apparently not. I mean, like, do they swear you in before you speak to Congress or what? They swear you in, but. So but what? what I mean, <laughs> like, so well, what? That means nothing. Well, well I, I mean, mean so well, in the current well, paradigm, well, didn't Bill Clinton lie to Congress? Yeah, or, yeah. yeah. yeah he did. That's why he got impeached. Yeah, but he didn't go to jail. But well, you Roger can't, Stone's you going can't to jail for years because you can't go to jail. Is he the president? Is he like how long he do you can. how long do you speculate Roger Stone will go to jail for? I'd say he's going to get in there until Donald Trump pardons him his last day of presidency. Oh, you think? So, oh, wow. Donald Trump's going to pardon these guys. All these people who are in jail right now for the he's going to pardon every single one of them the last day of his presidency. I guarantee it. I'll put any amount of money on it. Did you hear he? he uh, why would part? Did you pardon all those uh, war criminals? Yeah, dude, he loves pardoning war criminals. God, fucking <laughs> Donald Trump. He is so fucking obnoxious. Every single time you like, you laugh and think he might get it this time. No, he's sending people to guard oil in the fucking Syrian yeah. desert for no fucking reason. It, pardoning war criminals, giving quote unquote cash to, yeah. to farmers <laughs> yeah. from the tariffs. Cash. Cash, man. Cash money. <laughs> he should have just said cash money. <laughs> he's like J.G. He's, Wentworth. He's making it yeah. rain, dude. <laughs> 8777 eight, seven, seven, eight, seven, seven, cash now. <laughs> it's like, dude, fuck. God, like Donald Trump, man. I fucking hate him, but like, I don't hate him for the reason these other crazy-ass people do. It's, yeah, it's, it's like, so annoying. It, it, it's a weird thing, too, isn't it? It's like you're like, you want to be like, fuck Donald Trump, but you don't want to fuck Donald Trump say fuck Donald Trump for the same reason all these fucking crazy yeah I don't want any like, these pink pussy people. hat <laughs> yeah. wearing uh, half men women looking people and like yeah you tell him eh. yeah. like I, I don't want you on my side you don't represent like ugh, I don't know but like, then at the same time you're like well because this impeachment's not going to stop the things that we don't want right right because here's what it's incentivizing 
if we he was impeached for war crimes, that would disincentivize war other war crimes being committed by other administrations in the right. future. Right. But now they're being discouraged, like, well, don't challenge the deep state because then you'll get impeached. Isn't so it it's crazy a- how no president has been impeached for war crimes. Right. It's all been like lying to Congress. <laughs> right. Or like breaking into like some fucking building and like stealing like videotape or fucking, audio tapes or whatever. G. Gordon Liddy, man. Yeah. Like that's what we're getting impeached for. Like these fucking like, I mean, yeah, we, technically crimes, but it's like, who gives a fuck, dude? But are they? It was like, like this, that whole <laughs> impeachment's falling apart. Like it's shit falling apart in front Is of it. Is it? I mean, what's coming of it? When every single time, remember, when's the last time you heard of? Well, Russia I can Gate? tell when you is the last time you heard anything. I mean, about I can Russia tell Gate? you the Republicans aren't being convinced of anything. Well, of course not. They're never going to be convinced. Of, even if the truth was right in their face, they still won't be convinced. I mean, there. I feel like there are certain things that maybe might shift the political ones where they're like, we stand to lose more by keeping them in. Like they have no loyalty to the guy, right? I mean, if 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 the wins they do. To what, Donald Trump? Yes, they absolutely do. Like legit loyalty? Because they backed him for running for president. They backed him. They all supported him. He's got the R next to his name. But I have to go down on that ship. Yeah, but yeah, but what I'm yeah, but what I'm saying is there can be overriding political forces that enter into the equation where it's like where it's like you do the calculus, and then you're like, "Well, it's not in our interest to support." I'm, I'm saying, as a person, like as a as a person, they don't have any loyalty to him. I, I think they have to, even if it's fake, they have to show their loyalty to him now. Because if they don't, maybe it, so. Maybe it'll show so. them banning the president, my banning point, a fellow Republican president. They can't. They can't do that. My yeah. My point is that there isn't anything that's clearly. I mean, look, if the guy was like found that he murdered somebody yeah then like, then when then yeah like wow we didn't know that yeah like that's that's, that's what terrible. i'm saying that's but what i'm saying like i'm i'm sorry any republicans like oh, he was there was gossip that he might have held billions of dollars to these nazis in fucking ukraine um yeah maybe that happened some guy said he heard some guy say it to another guy who was in the room wait nazis you need the ukraine yeah that's, so that's the nazis we fucking put in power okay okay here's a here's a question for you guys why do you suppose Donald Trump has been so quiet on Epstein? Because he's probably guilty. <laughs> he's probably, he's probably, you know, he probably he's knows. been on. He has pictures with the guy. He's been on right. the plane, right? Yeah, he was on Lolita. He Express. probably just wants to let that dog right, lie. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so so the best interest. He so, hasn't said anything about. Okay, it. How do you know he's been on the plane? Was he in any of the flight logs? Yeah, one time I think he was on there. One or one or two times. I think he has that quote where he's like, he likes him a little younger than I do, or something like that. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> he likes him really, really young. He said something like that. Damn. Yeah. So well, it's funny indicated. how like you have all these Trumpers that are like Epstein, Epstein, Epstein. It's like, dude, are you not like seeing the pictures of Trump with Epstein? Like, right. Well, I mean, okay. So here's what here's what I'm saying. The pictures of Trump with Epstein. I mean, dude, how many pictures can be found somewhere of Jared at a party talking to like all sorts of people? I mean, sure. Yeah, I mean, it probably not for Epstein. No, that, no. Well, here's my point, dude. You end up at parties, and you end up like I'm not saying, talking to people okay, that look, you don't know. You can't vouch for everybody that you've talked. But he's to at obviously a party. been on the Lolita Express. We, we've already. It's a, but personally, they, I haven't seen the log for that. Donald you know, Trump. I, I, I'm just asking. I, I don't, I don't know. I, I won't claim hate. either way. No, I'm not saying. Yeah, I'm not saying that being in a picture with somebody makes you guilty. I mean, how many actors were in pictures with uh, Weinstein? You know, they're not all like rapists. Well. No, well, yeah. I don't that. <laughs> I don't know. No, yeah, and, and, and you know, but you know, it, just well, being yeah. in a picture with somebody doesn't make you guilty of anything. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. That's kind of my point. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, uh, I didn't. I just meant that. I was just saying that. 
I didn't mean specifically the picture. I meant the you know being in you know a friend with the guy, apparently being on the Lolita Express, whatever. Clearly, you don't. Clearly, if 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 you're a Trump supporter, you're probably don't want that information getting out there unless you're like, oh, that's nonsense. Denial. Yeah. That's well, they, that's the mainstream media. Blah, blah, blah. Well, you know, I think the other thing of it too is I think it was either in like 2005 or 2011. I, I forget. But uh, Trump actually banned him from his resort. That's what I was gonna say. And it was it was for some sort of like uh, it was for court documents actually poured out that it was for sexual assault. Okay, I it mean if that's the case, claim, or yeah. alleged claim or something like that, yeah. and uh, he banned him from all of his resorts. Yeah, so uh, you know Trump banned him like way far back. He was you know like yeah, woke, look, woke to I, the fact I, that uh, Epstein was a creepy person supposedly. Right. Is, yeah, I mean I'm much. You know, given that and According given to court documents, right? And given what I've the impression I've gotten, I I'm less likely to think Trump was that involved with with any of that. I mean, as contrasted with Bill Clinton, who apparently was on there like 27 times. Yep. I mean, something happened. Something happened right. 27 times. I mean, he banged some fucking. Half I think it was who was Filipino I listening to? Twelve year old. Who was I listening to? I think it was like Rogan or something. And whoever the guest was like i haven't even been on a plane with my mom 27 times <laughs> like, <laughs> like, i think it might have been rogan who said that he's like i haven't even been on a plane with my mom 27 times like <laughs> let alone like some guy that's like fucking shady as fuck like right. some billionaire here no one knows how he <laughs> yeah. got all of his money but yeah. somehow invites all gets all these rich people to come to his island and yeah like bang all these chicks i don't know it, it's it's shady as fuck and of course you're never gonna know the truth never going to come out it's never going to come to light and the memes are dying down now so i think that's officially over it had a good run it did it did who knows it might it might come back it's like trash I mean, dove you know you just post it every now and again right trash dove yeah, oh, remember yeah trash dude. dove yeah. memes yeah dude, i haven't seen trash dove in a long time <laughs> yeah <laughs> i like to throw a trash dove in every now and again yeah as a throwback just like pepe pepe is mostly gone Mm, yeah, it, except for in the alt right circles, right? Dude, Poor Pepe. <laughs> all right, um, all right. Uh, so moving on. Um, so yeah, there was a, a recent school shooting uh, in California. Yep. Um, but strangely, it has disappeared from the media. So strange. Imagine that. Why? Why do you think that is? I don't know. It might have something to do with the fact that the guy was not white, hundred percent white. Who okay. did the shooting? He was um, he was what uh, of Asian? He was descent? half Japanese. Okay. And uh, oh, what gun had, did he use? It, uh, it wasn't an AR-15. No, not it, an it AR-15. was just a handgun. Just a handgun. He was illegal illegally using because he wasn't 21 and it didn't have an extended magazine. And uh-huh. uh, nobody died. No, two ki- two, two people. people oh, two died. Kids, oh, that's right. Two kids died. Uh, was he was one of them? Right. He was the. I thought it was two other ones, but I could be wrong. I thought it was two other ones. I too. thought he eventually died of his. He did, yeah. But so I think that's three. So and it happened within like sixteen seconds. He just just started shooting people with a handgun, and then it was over. Yeah, he shot uh, five or over? six people, and he then shot sh- and then shot himself oh, he in shot the head. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So who did he shoot? Was it bullies or was it just five or six random he said people? It was random, shot- random classmates. So uh, yeah, it's fucked up. It's terrible. It's awful. But yeah, if this was a white guy who said I hate black people, went to a school and started shooting up people with a long rifle or scary looking assault rifle, we would be talking about this right now for. And then probably at the same time talking about it next month, and it would lead to some type of legislation. And yeah. it's just it's 
the the all the car, like you just knew it wasn't gonna last. I, I knew everyone kept saying like as soon as I heard it was a, a non-white shooter, I was like, all right, there you go. No one's gonna talk about this. Right. We'll yeah. The one the one they again. want is yeah. the radicalized by ideology. Right. Far right. Yeah. The guy the guy the who Dylan, has like Ben Shapiro Roof. videos on his YouTube <laughs> history. <laughs> Ben Shapiro. <laughs> dude, that's I'm serious. Radicalized by ben like they were Shapiro. trying to say the one dude that like went in and like killed all the Muslims. Yeah, Ugh. they were trying to say like he was like watching like Ben Shapiro videos and was like radicalized by. He was ben a Trump Shapiro. supporter. He was definitely a Trump supporter. Yeah. It's like what are you talking <laughs> oh, about? Yeah, yeah. and yeah. it's in California, man. That there was in a gun free zone in California. Imagine how that. did he get a gun? Dude. Well, they were also trying to say he got it from Arizona, but you can't. He was still underage to buy it in Arizona too. Right. So like, so what? <laughs> what? And he brought it across state lines. Like he committed all sorts of laws that were put in place to allegedly stop this from happening, but and it happened. They always. I lo- I love the use of the uh, drug war as an example of uh, gun prohibition not not working. It's like if you banned gu- uh, drugs, and you look how prevalent drugs are in society, like you would have the same thing with with guns. Just because you outlaw something doesn't mean it goes away. You know, it's it's a small metallic device. Yeah, I mean, you it's would not have that to, hard to right. produce one. Right. Well, you know? yeah. I mean, what you could do is, you know, I mean, you're, there's no way you can get rid of all of them, right? Unless you go door to door confiscating them, right? Even then, so you're, you're not going to get rid of. Well, all you're not going to get all of them. Yeah, not the yeah. ones that we lost in a boating accident. Yeah, you. I mean, you could just say I don't have one, or it's yeah. gone, or whatever. You and, know, so the only other option for them, realistically, would be to ban the production. Of guns, which they could. which would take like Ooh, yeah. 20, 30 years before, before like you can't, you know, all the guns that are out there kind of get too old to use or like aren't maintained well enough. Blah no, blah blah I recently, blah. I recently heard there was a precedent for this setback, and um, it's, it's maybe now, maybe more than twenty thirty years, maybe like no, fifty no, like sixty. You years. can set a date and say you're no longer allowed to manufacture or purchase or tr- or transfer any gun right or uh, gun ownership to anyone right so guns are still legal but you just can't buy any right and you can't sell any right that's fucked like that or you know like that's, that's, that's the way huge. they you know that's what the way this is going to come about i really think that. well that's the only way it's going to work honestly is like that's the only way it's going to work is yeah, they were, if they if, were if talking they about that. it like but the same thing but then you have but i don't know you have like i've been following all these like 3d gun printing accounts on on twitter mm-hmm. the shit seems like it's coming along i mean yeah, i hope it is it's not you know it's not mainstream right it's like Mm-mm. bitcoin like not everybody owns bitcoin but and not everybody owns a 3d printer i don't think anybody here owns a 3d printer i don't uh, but you know soon it, on camera yeah <laughs> but soon it's going to be uh you know, I think it's going to be the next like personal computer, where you're. You know, it's just going to be so awesome. the price will come down. The price is going to come not, down. Yeah, it's not well, going to be cost just, prohibitive. You, you know, just buy like a container of plastic. They'll, they'll ban and you just 3D download. printers before you guys even get a chance They're, to go. Uh, I mean, I don't know them. about that. That's they'll good. ban them. Don't worry. I don't know if they. I don't know, man. Because I don't know. Maybe because they say the word ghost gun, scary ghost gun. Ooh. Well, I don't. How effective are those guns? Because they're made out. That's of That's what class. I'm saying. Well, shot, no, but I'm, I've seen. I've That's seen. It? You yeah, know, they're coming shatter. along. They're coming along. Well, yeah, I mean, right now. Along. But I mean, yeah. But yeah, the ones that you've. Yeah, the ones that are more common are. are but there's people that are really working at, um, you know, just figuring out how to make them, just better guns. And, I mean, it's just inevitable. It's going to happen. Um, so yeah, I mean, you can start banning. You know, they could ban the production of guns. They could ban the 
sale of guns. I mean, obviously, that's not going to stop black market sales, right? Of course, um, it's going to create a black market. Well, yeah, yeah it's going to it's going to increase the black market um, for sure. But yeah, I mean, they could stop. They could probably stop or put a a brief stopgap on the proliferation of guns. But you know, like I'm like I'm saying that once this technology takes off, you're just going to be able to manufacture the shit at your house. It's like how hard is it to like make a knife out of something? Yeah, you, you got, you've got homemade explosives. I mean, that, that yeah. One guy, how hard like, is it to make homemade explosives? The guy that was it McVeigh, the Oklahoma City bombing fertilizer. Him, I mean, he uh, killed like 180 and, uh, all people. All these other FBI uh, undercover informants that committed that crime. Well, <laughs> oh, Jesus, you got the docs on this dude. Uh, yeah, there's plenty of docs out there saying he was in a car full of people, and they all saw him, and they were all uh, allegedly uh, undercover informants for the FBI. There's but, a thousand but what did, documents. But what did what did the Oklahoma bombing allow for? What do you mean? Uh, like, I mean, like, like what, a, a what ton it? of anti-terrorism spending from you know various government agencies grew tremendously. Okay, yeah. sure, all right. Fair well, no, no, no. Like literally, like there was guys that were put in place who were at the same facility McVeigh was at during like these compounds and stuff, and they were all undercover informants, and they were there, and they were also there were people in the car. There was more than there was like two or three people that were in the same car. Witnesses put him there. Media reports put him there. Documents like just everything. Okay, okay, put these okay. guys there, and then magically they just wanted to pin it all on Sean McVay. It was just, or, or Sean Timothy. McVay. Timothy, Timothy McVay. yeah, not Sean. the coach of the Rams. Well, actually, <laughs> like, actually, actually, okay. I remember when Oklahoma City ha- City happened. Me too. And uh, I, I remember there was a lot of talk about a guy who was of Middle Eastern descent. So like olive skin, dark hair, and the media referred to him as John Doe number two. And there was mm-hmm. just a drawing of this guy on the news. And they were supposedly looking for him, right? And the other thing is, you actually, I actually heard the, uh, this on uh, you know, media reports um, on major news networks you know, back in the day live that um, there, was, there was video of this guy, right? From like the surveillance camera of a bank across the street, yep. And but for some reason they hadn't released it, but they released this drawing to like look for the guy. Well, it's like why not release the video? Because you know was, it, it was very suspect. You know, and uh, mm-hmm. there was there like um, there there was a lot of testimony of witnesses who were across the street who saw McVeigh asked for directions, and and uh, one guy like he asked for directions or whatever. It was something. It was something like crazy, like. Like the really, there was witnesses that they were like, yes, I saw I saw him and I saw him with a group of people, like that day that morning headed right over to that place. I really opened a can of worms here with the uh, oh yeah Oklahoma City rap. Did you also know but that a bunch point, the point was people that, you know, in the ATF in the building were, were told to leave. They got phone calls saying leave the building, oh, and a wow. whole bunch of people left uh, the building before no, it happened. No, no, not no. not from what I've heard, they were told not to come into work that day. Oh, not to come into work. That's right. Yeah, not, not to, to come into work. But I also I was actually was, talking to a buddy about it recently. Right. And uh, he was he pointed out they were told to come in, to not to come into work that day, but it was actually on the one year anniversary of Waco. So maybe they were told not to come in out of uh, I don't know like security concerns, or you know maybe maybe I mean I guess this is the the normies answer of it's not a conspiracy. Maybe they were told not to come in to like you know reflect on like their coworkers who got killed at Waco. I don't know. Did any cops get killed at Waco? I don't know. It's yeah. I'm uh, not yeah, sure. Three, yeah, three yeah. Did, yeah. At the beginning, yeah. at the very beginning, they did. They well, got and that was such a bullshit thing too. All right. No, I didn't mean to go down this wet this rabbit hole <laughs> of uh, you know, that we do, we do every week. 
Every week, our Waco segment. You know what I mean? <laughs> we we aren't honestly. We don't think we've ever talked about Waco in here. I uh, we've definitely talked. About I don't think we've talked about. I've talked about it a zillion times. I don't think we've talked about the original zillion. zillion guys. That's not even a real number, Kyle. <laughs> All right, whatever. I've definitely talked about it. That was my favorite OK Boomer meme. <laughs> oh yeah, um, the anyway, okay yeah, the original OK so, Boomer. Uh, related to guns. <laughs> Uh, Remington, I, I guess a court ruled that Remington can be sued for the Parkland shooting. So uh, victims can sue the gun manufacturer, which is, a, you know, not a good precedent um, as far as just... So if if I, I, it would be like if you got in a so car can I, accident... Can I sue Woost? Can, can like, like, if I go and kill somebody with my butcher knife, can they sue Woost off? Like, right, that's like, the precedent that it sets, yeah. right? If you say this, uh, you know, the we- the weapon, you can sue the weapon manufacturer. You know, can you sue Ford because there was a car accident and a Ford was involved? I mean, yes, you can sue them if it's something wrong with the car. It was a yeah. mechanical if thing. If it, like, but, blew up like a Pinto. But if it's driver error, it's driver error. So I just, I don't like the precedent that it sets of saying, well, you can sue the manufacturer for something like that yeah i mean it, the purpose of a gun is to shoot bullets and the the gun performed its task you know there's that's that's what it is you I know? know that is it, it's exactly. not you know it's whatever you use that for is not it has nothing to do with the manufacturer it's not I mean, negligent it's not or... like they were shooting the gun and then the gun like shot the bullet backwards into them and killed them then you could maybe go after the gun manufacturer in that case right yeah but if it's just a normally operating gun and they just happen to be using it in the commission of a crime yeah, somebody operated it wrong you know yeah I then then that's clearly not up to the gun manufacturer i think what, maybe so this- maybe it was the thought of remington for not putting like little like messages like hey don't shoot don't kill innocent people <laughs> it's, you know maybe yeah. they should have to like write up a letter and you know, like some sort of like uh, d- some sort of like a uh, disclaimer or something. A warning, like label. if you yeah. pull this tab on the box, like you agree not to murder people. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was the Supreme Court that Surgeon ruled this. Surgeon General's warning. Yeah. It was the Supreme Court that By ruled this, this right? Box. Yeah, I think it was uh, the Supreme yeah, they, Court. They allowed them to go forward. Now I don't. None of these things will hold up in court, but they allowed them to be sued because, okay. in fairness, you can be sued for anything, really. All right. Like, well. okay, so real quick, the story, like, this guy who was mowing my brother's grass was wearing a Coca-Cola shirt, and he ran over a rock, and a rock hit my, uh, his neighbor's house, and it put a little dent in the siding. Well, after he got the guy's information, he lost his information, and so he went back to my brother, like, hey, what was the information of the guy that was cutting your grass? And my brother was like, no, I'm not giving it to you again. You already... You already knew, like, I'm not getting involved in this. So he sued my brother, and then he also sued Coca-Cola because the guy was wearing a Coca-Cola shirt. Oh, wow. What? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you. He, and they were like, yeah, we, no, you're, you you can sue him, but you're not going forward. Like, it's not going to happen. You're not going to win. I, but I they could, let him sue him. I could see, I'll okay. tell you this, the public school being sued because you yeah. didn't provide adequate well, yeah, security. The should it happened sued, on your yeah. property. Um, something like that, you know, there, you could maybe make that case. There's a bill being introduced somewhere where if it's some city or some municipality, like if a shooting happens within the limits of a gun free zone that you can sue the, the municipality for that. Yeah. I mean, you created, you created a gun free zone without, with, without adequate security right. that was advertised as a target. Right. Because it's gun free, <laughs> so maybe you have a case there. I don't know if you got a if you got a right leaning judge, a sympathetic judge, you might win that lawsuit. But I think it's a big stretch to go after Remington. It's so, but yeah. you're saying that they can sue, but 
Yeah, they're not going to win any of those losses. Right, they just won't. If they do win, that would be that would be pretty terrifying, right? Oh yeah, that would that would be horrifying. Because then someone said that uh, Mason Rudolph could sue the uh, makers of the helmet that was used to hit him in the head by Miles Garrett. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean that would just be. I mean it would just the it would be infinite what you could sue for and and potentially win if they do that. Donald Trump, like we said before, Donald Trump's being impeached on off a rumor, off gossip. You know, like they, you can get sued for anything, right? Like that's what we always. Well, told. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you can, can get sued for anything, right? The stories made it. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess I didn't. The stories made it sound like, oh, the Supreme Court says that if you manufacture something, blah blah blah. That's what it sounded like. But yeah, if you, yeah, okay, fair enough. That is fair. All right. Um, do we want to sneak one more in here before we uh, head off for the day? Sneaky, sneaky. Yeah, the. Uh, yeah, I think we'll we'll take this one over to right, after all hours. All right. Yeah, all right. yeah. So um, little blue balls out there. Yeah, yeah. Um, so one thing I want to say is uh, a, a friend of the podcast, uh, Timothy Davis. He was uh, he's been on all the right. podcast a few times. Yeah, he's um, fighting cancer right now, and uh, you know he's doing chemo, and uh, he's got a little fundraiser going. And we're going to throw a link in the comments. If you guys could uh, throw any uh, cash at him to help him out, that would be tremendous. Now we're going to take things over to our After Hours program. So if you hit us up at Patreon.com and contribute a minimum of $1 per month, you will gain access to our After Hours program, which we record right after this one. We also have T-shirts over at uh, thedailyliberator.com. No, no, I'm sorry, over at libertariancountry.com. And if you type in the code PRL or the code PRL podcast, you'll receive a 10% discount. Until next time, live free or die. Statism could break with the blood that is shed. Stretching the flies on the tax bombs and bread. Poisoned by a few at the expense of the many. Sold to the gods and the machine. You can't justify killing by economic gain. For God, country, and democracy. You can put freedom and death point in a fine land. You support the truth, then bring them home. I believe the jokes. Not aggression principle, the violence of the state becomes absolute!